Alright man, we'll go do this before we crack house. Yeah! This one goes out to all my wizards! This is real gray. Parking lot. And, uh, well, no, Jesse, man. Fuck you, Danny. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna trip, uh, parking lot. And I was gonna get my other force negation out. Because we got some super fakes in the mail. They finally and... came in. It took them fucking three or four months to get in. Damn it, COVID. And, uh, but I was showing him, I showed him three different grades, man. So I, I showed him the Planeswalker deck pretty low overall but there's a couple there's a couple but they're fillers they're fillers yeah if you want to build a cube and you don't want to spend you know ten thousand dollars on the fucking to build it you can use these yeah and, you and change them out money. over time yep um because yeah the first one has 108 cards in it so yeah i mean it has all the planeswalkers but uh, Ren and Stimpy 
because he knew he was or probably Rex, too or new. as I like to call it Rex, Rex in, in effect. effect. He was too new for they didn't that have order. him in there. The thing is, these are the embossed, stamped. Yeah, and the stamps, things. the stamps are damn close. So the first batch that I gave him. They weren't on point. The stamp is just a hologram. It doesn't have the Planeswalker symbol. But, granted, we've seen them without showing the Planeswalker logo in the stamp. The problem with these stamps are they're varying in sizes. And they're varying in location. But there again, we've also seen seen Watsy, Watsy not placing them straight on anything, too. Yeah, so that's not a big deal. It's the... The ones that are slightly too big, and that that was the case for all of them, where they were just the stamps were just, just too a, big. A big. But there, then we moved on to the second grade. <sighs> okay, the second one, there's some the Portal Three Kingdom stuff looks damn good. Yep, Portal Three um, looks great. The old school cards, I gave him a. Uh, he did the light testing and everything, and he was looking at uh, an unlimited copy artifact yeah and that's one i just picked up not too long ago for a gold border revised or well, gold border which is basically revised but it passed the light test yeah so what that's it is, is the, I, and the thing, thing is is i gave him the so i sat here with an unlimited basic and that and they matched yeah. for the light test the coloring is maybe a little off. I wish again, I had mine on. There me. was a bunch of cards back then, also that I had. The older cards are because easy for unlimited. They had different grade variants and coloring. Then they also had summer magic, which was a lot brighter than fucking yeah, unlimited. Sure. So then I brought out the new. I guess you can say stage nine. Level nine super fakes, and I handed him the stack of fetch lands first. Yeah. So. So, the uh, what was it? Arid Mesa. Arid Mesa. Oh my god. So if you guys get any Arid Mesas, you better fucking do every fucking test that you can on it because this one is at ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, the okay. The it's got the, they got the me. hollow stamp foil down. It's embossed. The coloring is fucking on point. Um, it does pass the bin test, the light test, fucking all but the rip test. Mm-hmm. It'll pass everything but the rip. And to be perfectly honest, out of all of them, there was like three in that stack of the Aaron Maces. The top one was pristine then the other two that came along later on I was just like okay I can see the variants in these three but I don't know if I would see a difference in a real one and that was the what was it modern not modern masters it was it was uh, one of the master sets where it was a master set stamped and the hot stamp looks good they have the sizing right, the depth of the, the depth's right. It's not playing scratch and sniff. It ain't doing scratch lotto. Yeah. Like, I... Mm. 
but the other two in that pile was like okay the text box is a little blurry and then the other one the image art was a little blurry yeah so the one it goes down in, in variances so you have misty rainforest um verdant catacombs they're all going to be 95 plus um when you get to like flooded strand yeah so the, the, the transition from blue to white in the text box is kind of a little bit and the text was faded it was fading weird but uh, the second thing i'm going to note on that is the all of the cons fetches yeah. looked off in comparison to the whatever modern yeah. master set it was the master's set looked a lot better in comparison to the cons the flood strand however was the worst out of the entire pile yeah. Because of how the text fades so poorly into the yellow that it just you just lose it all. So, yeah, you should be able to call a fake flood strand out of cons pretty easily. And the funny thing is the Arid Mesa, they got down pat. It's also the cheapest one to fucking buy. Kind of a disappointment. Yeah, I mean, why couldn't they get like Scalding Tarn? I wish. I wish they could have gotten that one down 100%. So then then it'd be a real fucking gamble to start, you know. It's like, holy crap, I need to fucking check Eric. Well, you got to start checking stuff, man. Um, I brought there, because each one of these little, this, uh, the level, it's called 56-piece hologram set, has three lilies with three different sizing. Mm-hmm. Of the hologram. And each one has a characteristic, especially of that hollow stamp, that's accurate. You got one that is right size, right, right location, yep. too deep. You had another one that was right location, wrong size, depth was on point. And then one was, it's too big, location's right, but the depth was... On it was on point. It was just too big. Well, yeah, you were looking at some of the other cards. I mean, what 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 are the set, uh, cards in that in the uh, hollow foil ones? It, Out of the hollow foil, uh, the top one I would say would have been like. Well, I know honestly, the Emrakul. Like, the Emrakul was uh, I I cried a little bit. Yeah, it was the problem with Emrakul and a lot of artifacts in general, especially like that new gray. They're always they it's a, it's too bright. Yeah. It's a it's the white problem. I think it. That's it's, it's, great. It's, it's the white problem. It's too damn white. When it gets when the cards get too white, they come out too dark. It's like they overcorrect to try to balance that out. They just look faded or too white. Honestly. Yeah, because they have, um, of course, mana drain, fluster storm, and uh, mana or uh, not mana crypt, but. Um, Crypto command in there. Um, the text boxes are great. It's just the it's pictures. The, art. the artwork's a little dark and a little bit blurry, especially the Force of Will, the Masters version she, of it. She she brown, but she, she ain't that brown. She 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 an ebony goddess, not a light skin mocha goddess. Yeah. Uh, the Snapcasters. Hmm. Snapcasters was another one where the, it was the same now, as the Lily. You can always tell a fake Termogoyf. 
Oh yeah, they too cannot easy. get that green down at all. Ever. Green is the um, hardest. Green and white, I feel like, are really bad to get accurate. At any but given the point. The thing is, is looking at the Jace, the Mind Sculptor one. I didn't really look it's, at Jace. It's on his not own. bad. So, let's see. Live reaction at the Jace here. Uh, this is Eternal Masters, Jace, the Mind Sculptor. Foil stamp is right size. Foil stamp is little touch raised but it's not playing lotto scratcher uh mythic symbol is just that's another one the yeah. mythic symbols if it's a mythic that's always a bit off set symbols are always off for some well, reason yeah they can't get the they can't get the orange down but there again if you look at battle bond you can't tell if it's a rare or an uncommon because the coloring is just fucking it was shitty. weird yeah um, it's like the Krakus. The Krakus is good. Yeah, Krakus will look pretty good. The... It's the Master Series Krakus. Um, yeah, it's a little glossy on the backside, but if you put this in a double sleeve and someone puts it in their binder, unless you unless really you're pulling it out. scrutinize with it, you, you, you're going to get got. Because that pop is even... The back, like I said, the back's glossy, but the pop, pretty close. That's the thing with the German black core. It's black core gives the card the proper thickness. The ones that are really shocking, that yeah, they're not expensive. The torrential gear Hulk and the Chandra's torch to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Chandra's a little on the little on the pink side in my opinion but the stamps right even that, the that, that gear hulk though man the gear hulk the is gear fucking, hulk's good but the fucking emmer cool the fucking the the uh, set symbol is not bad i mean they some black cards just come out way too black which is a disappointment, but it happens. It's just a matter of time, man. We're not, yeah, we're not far off at all. And that's the reason why Wasi's doing all these specialty boxes and specialty cards and different fucking looking foilings and shit like that. Because they gotta try to keep up on on their toes because, man, the Chinese super fakes are starting to get real fucking good. Yeah, and... They're throwing the super fakes group a real curveball with these new arts, these extended yeah. arts, these comic book anime arts, whatever. It's really throwing a curveball at them because those are supposed to be the driving market for what you want. I don't know if they'll build how long it's going to take them to catch up on those. A couple of years, maybe. Well, the problem is okay, that can segue into our next point with artists or not artists but pro tour winners and their cards yeah alright but big jump <laughs> um no these super fakes well we I got plans for the uh, for the Patreons so we're gonna be signing a bunch of these and sending them out to, to you guys for uh being uh being well, loyalists you know we'll you guys get to pick a card 
we'll give you an option, you know, out of two or three cards. And you guys get to pick one, and then you go, you know what? Okay. I'll sign one. We'll, what we can do is, is we'll get, we'll get the guys from over time. We'll get Bubby to sign some, Raj to sign some. Yeah. We'll, we'll get get all some of, of the good names in. You know, if Tony shows up down here, man, we get him to sign it. If not, man, you know, it doesn't have Tony's. If it has Tony's signature, you know it's super rare because he was it's in Tony. town. <laughs> he was there for fucking one day to sign this shit. Yep. So. I think that some of those lilies really deserve a Tony signature. <laughs> I, I, I think I think that's what needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, we're going to move on to our next segment here. Um. So we knew back in the day, man, when you were a pro player, bro, if you won the pro tour, you got a card. Mm-hmm. You got to design a card. So back in the day during Plane Shift, Kapula fucking made Meddling Mage. Yep. All right, so I'm going to go through the list here, man. So some of the cards from, of note. So Jens Thorne did Solemn Simulacrum, the original sad robot, because the artwork looked like him. Not the way it looks now, the way it looked back then. You know, the the Sean Astin art, as I call it. Yeah. Because to me, it, it, that's Samwise Gamgee. That's who I saw the first time I looked at that art. That's why I prefer that art. It looks like Sam. So, then we have uh, Kai Booty had Void Mage Prodigy. Again, it's him in armor throwing up a fucking bubble. You know, Sacrifice a Wizard, Counter Target Spell. Has Morph 1. Decent card. You know, I can't say much. Mm-hmm. Then we have John Finkel. Shadow Mage Infiltrator. Nice card, but there again, John Finkel's won a couple of these Pro Tours, so he he can, uh, you know, he has a couple of cards. He has a couple, that's for sure, but this is the the one, the so big one. So here it is, Chris Pakula, Meddling Mage. Yep, Meddling Mage. The um, now banned longtime uh, <laughs> uh, cheater, Mike Long, Rootwater Thief. <laughs> Oh man, seems fitting. Um, it's a uh, let me see. It's a one blue, one colorless, one two, Merfolk. Um, thief gains flying until end of turn for one. Whenever a thief deals combat damage to a player, you may put, you may pay two if you do. Search that player's library for a card, and remove that card from the game. Then that player shuffles his or her library. Man, you know that's actually fucking. Uh, actually pretty nuts Biffo needs that for his Merfolk deck mm-hmm. for Commander oh yeah um, next one is Darwin uh, Castle he did one of my favorite cards that I love to use in cube is Avalanche Ride, uh, Riders three close one red two two human nomad with haste has echo three and one red when Avalanche Riders comes into play, destroy target land. Yep, sounds about right. And the last on my list is Ollie Raid, Sylvian Safekeeper. 
It's a one green, one one human wizard. Sacrifice Second the land. land. Give something shroud. Yep. Great card. Great card. So there's a lot more on the list here that hasn't been made. So Watsi is supposed to be making these things for these pro players. And they haven't done shit for them. They're behind the uh, <laughs> behind the eight ball here. They haven't produced one in the, in a few years. Yeah, it's been a while. So let's let's go down the list, man. Uh, so we got Brian Davis. He came up with a card, Hog Beast Trapper, one in a green for a two-two, Hog Beast, a colorless. To tap target land. It's not bad. Colorless and you'd not tap him, just colorless tap a land. Sink all your mana, tap down their mana base up at upkeep. Oh, that'd be fucking sick in like Sakama. Sakama! With all the fucking with the way he manipulates lands. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. That ooh. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep on tapping all my shit, tap down all your lands. Oh, now I'm gonna do this, this. Tap down your lands. This is this. Tap uh, down your so lands. So this and Seaborn Muse <laughs> is now a control deck. Yeah. I tap all my lands to tap yours down at your upkeep. Yep. Keep on going around. Uh, up next, now Finkel. I think he got one in the end, didn't he? Well, yeah, he, he, just, he just he had sh- the, the, he had the mage. So this may actually be the original version, quote unquote. Dying Shadow Mage. Definitely okay. kept the name. A single blue for a 1-1. When Dying Shadow Mage deals combat damage to a player, draw a card and put a glory counter on Dying Shadow Mage. Mm. If it has three or more glory counters on it, sacrifice it. Glory hole. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. And a single blue, he gets flying until end of turn. It's actually not that bad. I don't so, know about the glory counters, but... Well, I mean, it's kind of OP when you, in some instances... But there again, you'd have to have that mechanic, and I don't remember having any cards that have glory counters on it. Yeah, that's Because what fair. does glory do? Yeah. Uh, in small value, then when you're over-glorified, you die? Hmm. Almost poetic I'll look that up way. while you... Uh, uh, up next, a card that I kind of find interesting. Dave Humphreys designed an enchantment called Hindsight. A blue and a black. Each player may play the top card of each opponent's graveyard as though it was in his or her hand. Sounds like an uncard to me. And we haven't had... I know this is kind of technically a weird ruling in Magic, but you're actually not supposed to change the stack of your graveyard at any given point. That's technically a rule nowadays. However, I don't really think people f- care anymore because sometimes you just need to organize it out to figure things out. There's no glory ability. Yeah, that's what I figured. I mean, there's plenty of cards. Activate this... Uh... Glory only if glory and, is in your graveyard whenever another creature you control attacks it gets a the name glory popped yeah. up but not the ability yeah. glory 
But yeah, so like weird ruling, old rules, you were never supposed to touch your graveyard. Now it's supposed to reorganize your yeah, graveyard. Yeah, you can't reorganize your graveyard. That was the big thing. When I was doing tournament grinding, bro, Um, I'd watch guys fucking move shit back and forth. And I'd, I'd, it's like, judge. And like, well, what are you doing? I'm going, I don't want you touching your graveyard. I don't want you moving anything that needs to be moved. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to recast this. I was like, I don't care. I don't want you removing anything. It needs to stay in the same exact order that it is. Yeah. And nowadays, that's not... Like standard wise, for instance, I don't think there's anything I give. Hasn't there hasn't been anything gave a damn about the order of your graveyard in a long time? No, but back They've then they moved away from that because I wanted to make sure that if I needed to backtrack and see what his what spells that he cast, yeah. I know what order he cast all that shit in. Yeah, and that's very so accurate I'd, for nowadays. I'd be a dick. <laughs> I would be a dick. But yeah, this ability comes off as an unguard. I don't think being able to cast somebody else's cards from somebody else's graveyard will ever come up and outside of the Hunza, really. No. I thought there was some stuff that you can uh, cast um, other players' spells from a graveyard. Well, we have those, but not guaranteed one per turn. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed one per No. Guaranteed one per turn on an enchantment, and it applies to everyone? Each player gets to do that? Basically, world effect? Yeah, I don't see it. Mm-mm. Sorry, Humphrey. That's too powerful. Too good. Too powerful. Uh, let's see. Itaru Ishida. That's a name that sounds really familiar. Tell me you had Bushido. Or Horsemanship or something. No, it's got Trample. Ooh. <laughs> Three colorless, a white, a black, and a red for a giant. It's a 2-9? Okay, that's just weird. A giant 2-9. That would be with something trample. with the biggest ass at the time frame. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may sacrifice a creature. If you do, put a plus one, plus one counter on Gentle Giant. Gentle Gourmet. I don't know why it's called Gentle Gourmet. Because y'all would be badass that, you know, the giant's fucking cooking like dwarves cooking. or fucking cows or shit like that. A black and discard a card from your hand. Target opponent reveals his or her hand. Choose a non-creature, non-land from it. And that player discards that card. That's not good. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. But it's not the worst. The pretty boy magic here. Brian Kibler got one. Well, we know that. Glorious Dragonkin. Yeah, that that sounds like his cocky ass coming through. Well, that's him, man. You know, he's a dragon master. Uh, Double white for a 2-2 dragon angel with flying. As glorious... It's a 2 for a 2-2? It's a double white for a 2-2. I already fucking have problems with it, man. That's a racist fucking card. Oh, yeah, it gets better. Just wait. There's more. When it comes into play, choose a color. Creatures you control have protection from the chosen color. Antifa. <laughs> it's Antifa! Yeah, I think that's too good. Just a little bit. However, we did kind of... Did we get a flash mechanic that, like, 
flashed into play, something else gets protection for like the turn or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, we we got something close in existence, but not a creature. But not a creature. Yeah. Hey, I found your card. Uh oh. Gabriel Deceif designed it. <laughs> oh no. Bob the dog, Kermaster. Why not? With Take. the way fucking jumpstart is and everything with the, all the hounds and everything now? Yes. Here's the problem. It's a wizard legend. It is green and white. It's a, it's a dog? It's Bob the dog, Kermaster. Like, oh, dog the bounty hunter. Yes. Oh, fuck. It's a 2-2. Discard a card from your hand and tap it. Search your library for a card that shares a card type with the discarded card. Reveal it, put it into your hand, shuffle your library. I actually like that. I do. Oh, fuck. That seems really green white. And it's legendary. I think that's why. You know what this sounds like, though? Gaddick Teague? I was thinking Sisse. Yeah. Yeah. Just instead of discarding, you're just searching, but for a legendary in particular on a four drop two two. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that could have been one that was, let's play test with this design, design, design. Here's an idea, and they ran with it later. Okay. What's the next one? Up next, we got. I uh, here's the a name I'm not gonna build it. Evnid. Evind Nitter? Butcher that name like I do. The card name is easy. Daydreamer. For a colorless blue-red bird wizard with flying. And it's a 1-3. It's blue-red? Usually they're blue-white bird wizards. And it's a blue-red. Well, no feather is blue-red. Or a white-red. Yeah. But blue-red? Yeah. That... It's the abilities that make it, I okay. think, is influenced. Red and tap. Daydreamer deals one damage to target creature or player. Okay, so it's a uh, prodigal sorcery. Blue. Untapped Daydreamer. I think we got a problem. Because <clears throat> you can make infinite blue mana. And you can... Funnel it, somehow funnel it into red. Ping untap, ping untap, ping untap, ping untap. Painter's Hermit? Uh, would Painter's No. Hurt? No. Mm. There's artifacts that it's like pay two into yeah. it to make a color or whatever that doesn't happen. Yeah. There's a, the rocks exist that are like terrible like that. So I can see this being a shotgun kill of sorts. Oh, yeah. Things a little too OP. Um,. What's the cast cost on? Three. Uh, colorless blue-red for a 1-3 with flying. Yeah, because all you need is that and something to funnel the um, infinite mana into. That's it. Done. I do like it as you a... Infe- you give it infect? Oof. Yeah. Uh, put staff of... 
I'm trying to think of the artifact that if it deals damage and the thing dies, untap it and just turn it into a goblin wolf. The well, goblin shotgun dude and yeah because you can put gorgon flail flail on it with uh, death touch yeah and then i don't <clears> think <throat> of what equipment that is it's bugging me because i know it off top i know it but all right move on hey, man moving on moving on here diego orstrovich damn that's a like a spanish russian name ostrovich uh Hurtless thief, hurtless or heartless? Hurtless. Okay. There, yeah, that, that is H U R T less. Hurtless thief, for a bird, with flying, but it's an O one. Whenever hurtless thief attacks and isn't blocked, draw a card. So instead of dealing damage. Smack you, draw a card. Doesn't deal damage. I can but do that. You a card. But hell, you can put equipment on him. True. Give it unblockable, give it some power. Tink, 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 tink. Mm hmm. Uh, up next, Chris Picula, aka Meddling Mage. Goblin Savant. Was a card he designed. Color the sun red for a goblin wizard. It's a 2 2. Yeah. Tap it. Remove the top card of your library from the game. Until end of turn, if that card is a goblin, a sorcery, or a mountain, you may play it as though it were in your hand. That's situational. It is very situational. A goblin. A mountain. Or a sorcery. Or a sorcery. You can play it. That would have to be, you, for Commander, you'd have to put that in the deck and hope and pray that Biffo's playing Zada. No, it'd be Biffo playing it. Oh, yeah. Because it's your library you're revealing. Nah. What I find interesting is that since it doesn't include instant... It recognizes that lightning bolt is too strong. Well, <laughs> We're not going to let you get a free lightning bolt. They didn't put lightning bolt in jumpstart. Because no. why? Too it good. Too fucking strong. Uh, so up next is a David Price with Firewalker Shaman. Colorless and a red for a wizard. It's a 2-2. Two -two. Pay one life. Target creature can't block this turn. Yeah, that seems pretty good. Almost too good. The next one, I think I figured out what it became, and it kind of branched off into two different cards. Uh, it was done by Carlos Rom Roma Romao. I wanted to say Romano, but there's no N in there. Uh, Tropical Wizard. <laughs> it's a blue and a green. For uh, a 2-1 huh. wizard with flying, and when it comes into play, draw a card. I think this card was too powerful combined, and it split into two different cards. <laughs> Tropical Wizard. Tropical Wizard. 
one half of that card later on became uh, the snake shelf, snake elf shaman. Uh, God damn it. What is it? <laughs> I have no idea. What is it? What? I'm coiling Oracle. Oh. ETB, look at the top card. If it's a land, play it. If not, draw it. Okay. So, an ETB. Also, Gaia Skyfolk. Green blue for a 1 1 with flying. That's an elf wizard. Hmm. I think the two together were too strong because don't give Coiling Oracle flying because that's just probably a little too good. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. What's the next one, man? Up next, we got Oliver Rule with Boy Boy <laughs> Showbringer. Boy Boy. B O U Y B O U Y. Boy Boy. Showbringer. It's a five drop. Legendary? Penguin Wizard. That's the reason why they didn't rank Boy it, Boy sounds soy boy. Just a little bit. <laughs> sounds a little For bit. For an O2. Sounds a little bit gurgly. Tap five, untap penguins you control. Target island becomes snow covered until end of turn. They could have put that in mon- or, um, Modern Horizons. They could have put, yeah, they probably they could have. Because but they would have to, they would have had to introduce Penguin. Newest set with snow-covered lands and snow artifacts and snow fucking abilities. Yeah, just change Penguin to fucking like bear. I kind of like Penguin. Yeah, it's kind of grown on me already. Give me, give me bear, yeah. As long as it's a polar bear, and you yeah, specify that, bear. makes sense. Uh, up next was done by Alex Schwartzman. 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 S H V A R T S M A N. Schwartzman. Okay. Schwartzman. A three drop, colorless blue red, named Mage Hunter. It's a two three mercenary. A colorless. Mage Hunter gains an ability of your choice that target creature has. This is definitely old wording, for sure. It would not say anything like that nowadays. Target ability. Okay, that's nice. Death touch. uh... This effect does not end at the end of turn. That's the reminder text on it. We got a creature like that now, man. When when it comes into play for, like, Commander, you get to put... uh abilities on it temporarily steals an ability yeah yeah Yeah. that's not bad a colorless destroy target wizard I think that makes it a little too good just just no that's fine because back then wizards were in every fucking set bro every set had multiple wizards blue and red So, yeah, I can see it. Okay. Uh, Jens Thorin. Forest Folk. Two colors, blue-green. Huh. For a 2-2. Found the Elf Wizard. When it comes into play, search your library for a basic land card and put that card into play tapped. Shelf your library. When it leaves play, draw a card. That's Solemn Simulacrum. Yeah, that's all. So they renamed it Solemn Simulacrum 
Because what was the casting cost on that one? Four. Two colorless and green blue. So they just made it colorless. Made it colorless. And they still kept two two. Instead of being an elf wizard, it's just it's a golem. Golem. Comes into play, search for basic, put in tap, shuffle. Yep. One of the use play. There, there's there's Solemn Simulacrum. So yeah, we found Solemn. Okay. Thank you, Jens Thorin. Yep. You made a good card. Yeah, that's dude. And it didn't and they didn't really screw with it too much. Sad they robots just made been, it colorless yep. and took its creature types away, which to be fair, you're talking two of the better creature types in magic. Yeah. Elves and wizards. Yeah. A little OP for them. Yep. Numb it down a little throw some throw some food to the golems. Uh Tommy Wallamies? Wallamies? W-A-L-A-M-I-E-S. Wallamies. Uh, a white and a blue thin mage finisher? Okay. Merfolk wizard, 2-2. Two, two. Tap, return target, tapped creature to its owner's hand. I like that. I, I like do. That. I like that a lot. You can abuse that with your own dorks you can use that with oh let me see dramatic reversal Ooh. a nice crown scepter yeah yeah I like I like yeah and the last one Gary Wise got palace sage not to be confused with palace siege okay a one and a blue for a wizard sage O2 What's with O2? That's second O2 on this list. Uh, Palisade can't attack or block. Blue and tap, draw three cards, then put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. Brainstorm on a body. For didn't, didn't we just get one of these cards not too long ago? Uh, brainstorm, though? I do like that card. It's just a O2 body that can't, kind of feels bad, can't attack or block. Could have just made an O2 wall and, no, because then walls had too much synergy at the time in older sets. Yeah. But just being an O2. And you can abuse walls can, now with. Yeah, even more you know, so. With, uh, so maybe. Arcades, the new arcades, you know, oh yeah, they, yeah. They, they can attack now. Yeah, don't give them the ability to just brainstorm every turn or multiple times a turn. Yeah, because, you know, in arcades, I love to run Seaborn Muse, so I was like, oh, I can just, hey, I'm going to give me a brainstorm. I'm going to brainstorm. I'm going to brainstorm on your turn. I'm going to brainstorm on your turn. I'm going to brainstorm on your turn. Yeah, that's a little too good. I don't know, man. There's some cards on there I wouldn't mind seeing. Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't mind. I don't mind a lot of those. They're not open. Some of them are not OP. We can see where some of them were tweaked to become something else of the day. Yeah. So, I don't... It's not bad. It's not a bad list. No, I, I liked it, man. Um, hey, guys. We also got Patreon. We got one and $5 tiers, man. For as little as a dollar, you get added to the DJN chat. Um, where you get to meet up with uh, the hosts of the podcast here and also a bunch of the DJs that have been on like the Patreon only or the Patreon uh, episodes and we talk about finance we talk about 
And how they're talking about fucking buying Nissan 240ZXs and shit earlier. And fucking Honda fucking Skyline or Toyota or whatever the fuck it is, Skylines. Fucking drifting cars. I will make a final note on this random ass topic. Gavin Verhey makes a joke. Okay, we'll reprint all these as playtest cards and mystery boosters too. I'm okay with that. That's weird for me to say, but I feel like that's not... You know how I feel about the fucking Gavin Verhey and a lot of the shit from the fucking the he, Commander's Rule Committee? He's, yeah, he's crazy lefty, but at least that's a statement where I don't want to immediately punch him in the face. Yeah, but you know what they're going to do? They're going to fucking make Sad Robot like it originally was supposed to be. I wouldn't mind a copy. I really At wouldn't. least get decent artwork. Not stick figure. Yeah, true. That's true. So, we're also on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. And parking lots on Twitter. Barely. But yeah, I'm on Twitter. Guys, get them to 40. Get me to 40. I'm at 35. And I will send you there. a random proxy. Ooh. The bonuses. When when you hit when he hits forty, I want you guys to the guy that hits forty, screenshot that you fucking hit forty on there. That, that you are number forty. You are number forty, and I will send you one of the fucking level fucking nine proxies. Ooh, I like it. With my dick imprint on it. No, I'm joking. With uh, with parking with, lot with, ac- with, with accurate measurement. <laughs> you know, just be straight line across from you know, top so, to bottom. All right, guys. This is uh, Earl Grey. Parking lot. And uh, we miss you, Jesse. Baby, get come off, back. Get, get, get off the, the ventilator, baby, so so we can have you back. Cause we'll... You can blame it all on me. <laughs> exactly. I was wrong. <laughs> it was the next one. But I just can't live without you.
Trying to keep up a smile that hides a tear But as the sun goes down Get that empty feeling again Just can't.